Hi, this is Amory Fox, and you're listening to my podcast on your terms, where I talk to people from all walks of life who have made amazing changes in their careers to live life on their own terms. I'll be giving away loads of career advice, including self-branding, interviews, CV tips along the way. If you enjoy listening to these amazing stories, please subscribe for free to my podcast. Hi, and welcome back to my podcast on your terms. Today, I'm coming on to talk to you about putting together the best CV possible and the tips I have gained over the years that will help you do this. It is key for anyone looking to change their job or career to have the best CV possible. This is the first impression you make with the hiring manager or with the recruiter. Over my 20 years in recruitment, I have seen hundreds of CVs. I've seen the good, the bad and the ugly. And I suppose from my own experience and from talking to hiring managers over these years, I know what works, what doesn't work. And what I want to do is really share all these tips with you. I know from research, hiring managers and recruiters spend between five and eight seconds scanning through a CV before they decide whether or not to read it further or to actually put it in a different pile. And I know this myself from all the CVs that I have seen over the years, you really have to be hooked in the first few seconds when you see the CV. So that is so important to know this before you put your CV together. And it is something I really drill into anyone that I'm working with to make sure that they know they need an important hook in the first few seconds of their CV. So when we get down to the actual CV itself and what should it look like, it needs to be very clean and simple. The less formatting, the better. Hiring managers have come back to me in the past, you know, to say the CV is it doesn't look right on their system. So even though the CV might look right when you're doing it up and you have loads of formatting and text boxes, it doesn't always translate the same onto other people's computers. So what I would say here is, you know, there's no need for um, huge, you know, formatting boxes or logos. Um, You don't even need your photograph clear and simple. So I would keep the font the exact same throughout the whole CV, stay clear of underlining, You can bold certain words to highlight them, break up the headings maybe by increasing the font slightly and making it bold. But again, very clean and simple and clear lines. So that's how it should actually look like. So then down to the layout, and this is where we're going to get into the whole five to eight seconds to get the actual hook in so that people can really read your CV in detail. So the first thing obviously is your personal details, which is fine, your name, your dress, your contact details, double and treble check these details. I've had CVs in the past where there was a misspelling of their email address or their phone number wasn't right and we couldn't contact them. So double and treble check that. Um, You can include your LinkedIn profile here. Word of warning, however, make sure your LinkedIn profile does match up to your CV and vice versa. It, if, if it doesn't, don't include the LinkedIn profile. Um, however, it always should, they should be the same. So make sure that that is something that you're aware of. Now on to the most important part of the CV, believe it or not, and that is your personal statement or your brand statement. I spend a lot of time with clients to try and get this right. This really is sort of like three to five lines of telling 
the hiring manager or the recruiter who you are in very simple, straightforward words. It's to catch their attention. So here you need to know what job you're applying for, know what your skill set are, and put it all together in a very short, concise few lines. This is where you're going to grab their attention. This is the most important part of your CV. If you get this right, you have hooked them in and they will read down further. If you don't have this right, the likelihood is they will go on to the next CV. So this, I would definitely spend a while trying to get this exactly right, putting in the keywords of your experience, the keywords of the job that you are applying for. You know, it has to be, as I said, short and snappy but it does need to include those powerful words that a hiring manager will, will pick up on. Once you've got your brand, your personal details done, you can go into a sort of a bullet point of your skills and competencies. So really here you need to put in sort of like your technical skills and your soft skills. Again, it's going to be very much what is aligned to the job that you're going for. So take your time, have a look, see what skills are suitable for the job that you already have and include them here in uh, these bullet points. So the next part then can either be your academic experience or your work experience. It's sort of a personal choice which one you want to go with. And I would actually, you know, advise people differently depending on the role and their experience, which to put first. For example, if you are sort of master's and PhD qualified and the role requires that, absolutely put your uh, education first. If, you know, education isn't the most important part for the role, you can put your work experience first. But either way, you make the decision yourself on what goes first. So if it is the um, academic, start with obviously the most recent one first. So your master's or your degree, make sure you have it very clearly what it is, what results you got from what college. You can also include here different projects that you might have worked on if they're relevant to the role that you're applying for, if they're going to help you get that job. So after, I would keep very much here to your university qualifications or, you know, I wouldn't worry about putting in things like maybe a manual handling course or train the trainer or stuff like that. You can leave that towards the end of your CV. So keep it very much to sort of your degree or maybe PMP qualifications or ACCA qualifications under the education. Next, we'll go to your actual work experience. So again, um, you remember always who you who you who's going to be looking at this CV. So it's going to be the hiring manager or the recruiter looking at this CV. So you have to be very mindful. Everything you're putting on your CV is there for a reason. With your work experience, first of all, absolutely you have to put it in order. So the most recent role first. Keep it very simple and very structured. Have it in bullet points of what you're doing in the role. Definitely no long-winded paragraphs where somebody has to read through loads to get to the point. So very much to the point. So keep it maybe four or five points. To differentiate from another person, put down your achievements after this. So you've got your work experience, you've got your five or six points, then put down your achievements. For example, if I take a project manager, your duties are going to be the same in most CVs of what you're doing. So how do you differentiate your experience from another project manager? How are you going to get called for that interview? So you need to put down your achievements. And what I would advise here is something that will 
again, look at the job spec, look at the role you're going for, what is it that they need? If we're saying you're a project manager, you could write down from your last project that you might have reduced waste by 30% or you saved X amount of money on a, diff- on a specific project. Be really proud of your achieve- achievements. You know, let them shine through. Uh, it's the one time that you can actually show off. So, so do show off. No one else is going to do it for you. Put down your achievements and be very proud of them. We've covered your personal details, your brand, your education, and your work experience. That is the main part of your CV. But I suppose you're wondering, what else do I need to include? You can include other courses. This is where I was saying you might include the courses that aren't really important to put up in the education part. Courses that you have done throughout your career, again, as I said, could be manual handling courses or any of those type of courses. You can include them here if they are relevant to the role you're applying for. Any awards or any recognition you have achieved throughout academic or your career history, if you haven't included in your achievements, include it in this point here. Also hobbies. I would really uh, encourage people to put hobbies on their CV. It just shows that you do have an interest in something else outside of work. And it is important to show a hiring manager that you do have a life outside of work. However, make sure whatever hobby you put in is an actual hobby. I I do remember before I had somebody who had put in that they love reading. And in the interview, they were asked, you know, what was the last book you read? So you don't want to get caught out if you're putting a hobby down for the sake of a hobby. Genuinely put it down if it is a hobby. Other areas which you might want to put in if they're relevant is maybe volunteer work. Again, Really only if it's relevant, I would recommend to do this, but it is okay to do that as well. I would finish it off by putting in your reference and I would say references available on request. You can put in the names of the referees, but from a personal perspective, I think just leaving referees available on request is slightly better. So I hope that helps. It's a very short, uh, quick, podcast today just to help people put a CV together, put a bit of structure on it. It does work. I've seen it work over the 20 years I've been doing this, both from my own perspective and from talking to hiring managers. So just remember to keep it simple, very straightforward, very clear, and make sure you work on that profile at the beginning of your CV to grab their attention. Thanks so much for listening and please contact me if you have any questions on this at all. I'm at Anne-Marie at amfconsulting.ie. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to my podcast. I hope you take away some positive steps from it. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe for free and tell your friends. If there is anyone's story that you would love to hear, please message me and I'll do my best to interview them. Thanks for listening and for living life on your own terms.